we have two people that are one of a kind, if uh, you know what I'm saying. We have two-time champions, uh, Dante Bailey and Darian Ross, the brothers of destruction, four titles uh, all in all together. Um, Dante and Darian uh, with the beautiful birds in the background. How's it going, guys? Hey, it's going great. Right now I'm just uh, on the deck hanging out. That's why you do hear those birds. It's going good. I'm just uh, chillaxing, you know, down in the uh, city we call Mahomes Magic Town. So life is great right now. Yeah, yeah. I know that you're a big fan. Dante, how you doing, bub? Oh, doing great. Thanks for having us on the podcast. For sure. It's nice to to finally, uh, you know, make the cut. Dude, the cut. Listen, let's let's get this straight here. We've been getting a lot of stuff done. It's been crazy trying to get all this stuff together. We got freaking. I still can't get marching shields on for the newlywed game. I think they're afraid I'm going to expose them, <laughs> expose them too much of some kind and show the true love. That is supposed to be the next podcast, though. This is episode six, seven. I think it's seven. I'm going to say seven. Seven's the sound yep. right. Um, yep, episode seven, seven of uh, our MVP Pro Money podcast. There's been a lot of things to happen today. Um, logos, team names, a lot of different things are happening. Um, the logo came out of our fantasy football new league logo um, that everybody seems pretty receptive to. Uh, David Frazier holding me down for my money, though, says he can be even better. So I kind of made some suggestions to the guy that's helping me make all this stuff. So we're going to see if anything comes back that we like even more. Uh, we do have three teams in so far. Frazier, Zumbel, and Mahoney have all set, sent in their team names and logos for official approval. What happens, guys, is this stuff all is going because it's going to be put on a banner for championships that are won, and then it's obviously going on the draft board. But the banner is the most important thing. So if you have a championship like David Fraser does, that's going to go on the banner. It's going to look super cool. I think it's going to be revealed. I think mine is going to be revealed potentially tonight. Um, not 110% sure on that, but it sounds like it may be a go. Um, just waiting for the final approval. Um, what we're doing today is we have a mock draft. The first two rounds, Darian Ross. Ever since Darian Ross has joined this league, he's been in the league all 14 years. Ever since he's joined the league, he has... Man, has it been that long already? Dude, it's been a long time, man. You're old as dirt. 14 years. I should should have 14 years under my belt, too, but we all know what happened. 2010, he's a senior in high school, locked out of the league. Mcdonald's was more important. Lock him out. Lock and that was the year I slayed the McGraw <laughs> um, family when Dante wasn't in the league. Um, I, I love all it. All the time he would bring me mock draft. He, he, would, he would literally be like, hey, Mike, I got a mock draft ready to go. You want to you see it? I'd be like, all right, it's cool. So I'd see Darian's mock draft. Always pretty good. Always, you know, what I kind of thought. They'd be like, hey, Mike, got mock draft 2.0. Take a peek. Yeah, again, I got another decent. mock draft in front hey, of me, Mike. Yeah. Mock draft. This dude will get all the way get all the way up to 6.0 mock drafts, and you know we'd already he kind of already had this idea set, and then we get to draft day, and it didn't go the exact way that he thought it was going to go down. So this it's just is, the league itself we're in, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you what, man. There's really no. Um, we just have it's it's funny. We have one of those leagues that are so unpredictable. Uh, you might have a quarterback drafted back to back, as we talked about last podcast. Um, but oh, we got those of, guys. Yeah, we got rid of some of those guys. The easy money is starting to fall away. Porky's really kind of getting. He's really kind of getting <laughs> in the groove of things, making the playoffs the last few years. Yeah, Porky's um, blossomed into a rose. I'm not gonna lie, it was easy beating him a couple years, you know, in a row. But he's he's actually come along. I'll give him his respect. Oh, you know, he's yeah. a very good uh, competitor now. Oh, you're right. I mean, Porky. Porky used to be that punching bag of the league, but now he's actually uh you know, he, he I mean, makes there's really no regularly. punching bag anymore. There's really no. no, no I mean, it's, it's 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 kind of crazy. Um, I would say that you know, me and David, David went on a a crazy crazy streak. We were talking about it today a little bit, and he had four straight years where you know Darian beat him that first year, and then he comes back through and wins a championship. Um, and then, and then after that, he comes in. I think third place back to back years. That is, I mean, that's something tough to do. But also, the thing that we can't let happen this year is Carnes winning a fourth grade title. <laughs> well, I mean, let's go back to that David streak. That streak. Oh, is it's over shit. Person. No, you're right. So it's over. Let's, shit. let's start there. 
right. Let's talk that's about three, the present. Yeah. The past. All in the past. Carnes, so, you know, Carnes be, being the champion that he is, let's give him his props. His props have been given, but let's move on to the next and let's dude, knock got, him off his throne. Dude, we yeah. got you. So At the end of the there. day, I was telling, I said this to Mahoney when he was on the podcast, don't make trades with him. There's no reason that there's no reason <laughs> to make any trades with that man. It's not you don't need to do it. Just let it be. If you if you're if you're that devastated and your team literally needs some kind of jolt whatsoever, you have ten other teams to make trades with in the league. You don't need to make a trade with Ryan Carnes. There's no reason to give him any more fuel because at the end of the day, if he wins another title, you will be one of the ones that are actually shunned from the league, like he will be soon enough. I mean, I've. It's just. It's an. Uh, the funny thing about it is, I'm trying to decide. The man has four titles. Like, so four out of the 14 years that we're about to be in this league, I obviously have to get these banners and everything like that. Like, do I tell him to get an each, like, an individual banner for each championship? Do we put all four of his titles on one banner? From a cost perspective, it's going to save him money. But at the end of the day, why would he not want four banners to fucking hang up in his man cave or something like that? Well. I think it all depends on how large these bands are. They're pretty, are, but, they're uh, pretty nice. Carnes is living that. Car, well, Carnes is living that San Diego life. I think he only has enough room <laughs> for one banner. You know what I think? Let's, let's I really honest. think that boy. He's probably living in the yeah, 400 square really foot apartment. Carnes' time of carnage is done, and I'm going to take the league back this year. I'm going to <laughs> make my way back to the championship game. It's been a couple years since 2013 where I did knock off David in that historical season he did have, and I will capture my third championship. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2013, that's more than a couple years. 2013 is more dude, than a couple years. Dude, right? how old are that's we? Several that's years. a couple millions. <laughs> 2013 is a long time ago? This is crazy. God damn. Yeah, I was still uh, in college, you know, shopping for ramen. I know, 2013. No ramen. Such, <laughs> no shot. joke. And, you know, now look at me now. It's pretty crazy to look back. But I, I'm really self-assured with my second overall pick this year. And I think COVID rules. I'm going to finally reestablish my throne and knock Carnes off, and his, I, I, his time is done. I imagine Darian right now doing this podcast, sitting on a lawn <laughs> chair out in the open area with a cigar in his mouth and has a beer in his hand and has got his sunglasses on. I don't know why. And then also exactly, that uh, championship exactly, belt over his shoulder. 100%. I haven't had oh. the championship belt since 2013, since the last time I was champ, so. Yeah, yeah, it's nope. crazy. It's crazy to think about. But Carnes, uh, Carnes, I will say this: if you're listening to this podcast right now, we got uh, your your item has been shipped. Um, as far as what he's getting for his three P, I've thought about making it a joke uh, item, um, but unfortunately, it is too cool of a of a thing to pass up. So he's gonna get something he likes, unfortunately. But uh, I guess the next question to you, Darian, before we get going with this mock draft is, you know, somebody that I, I, I find, mm-hmm. and, and David said it best today too, with he loves the buy-in. Like, I love the buy-in to our league. Okay, so like right when I send that text out, you know, there's no arguments, there's no bullshit comments. It's literally like, okay, go. I'm going to go make my, my logo. I'm going to go make my team name. Everybody's bought in, and that's what makes this more fun for me too because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm spending my own money. I'm doing this and doing that. But, like, I love when the buy-in happens. So from the buy-in perspective, Darian, you have two championships. Obviously, Dante does too, but you have those two championships. Are you getting two banners? So these banners, high-quality items, you know, they're $50 a piece. I'm covering the $10 of the cost. They're going to be $40 a piece of the banner. It's really sick. Like I said, you'll see it tonight. Um, High-quality, the size um i'd say about you know put your arms out length uh arm, put your arms out one arm to the other um they're pretty big um they obviously yeah like quality great is that something would you put both of your titles on one banner or would you put would you have two separate banners oh i would definitely get two banners you know that's it's what like I that's it's what like I you know every year when the champion of nfl won the Super Bowl, you know, they have the, the Thursday night game or primetime game and they right. drop that banner, you know, before yep. the, the, the pre the uh, start of the regular season. It's you get as you know, as many championships as you want, you you get as many banners as, as possible. It just it it explains the story of your season. So Beautiful. I'm, I'm getting multiple Beautifully banners. Said. Beautifully yeah. said. Yeah, I mean when you when, yeah, Darian Darian's totally right when you put it in that banner. He's right. Mm-hmm. I think we should all get the, the amount of banners yeah, for the I, amount of championships that we have. So I think I think I, I think that I'm gonna put the draft in perspective for both you guys, just so you guys know what it looks like. So 
Brian Muse helping me out majorly with this. Thank you very much. Um, here's what we got. What, what the draft? This is the vision, and this is what's going to happen too. It's not just a vision; it's going to happen. Um, you got banners all yeah. around the basement. You got you know our normal pictures and and people receiving titles, all that different stuff, all the stuff that you usually see. We have a podium for draft picks this year. We have we have yeah we got a podium, podium. for draft picks this year. We have. The, the draft board TV, the monster TV for the draft board. Every time somebody's picked within the first four rounds, we're going to play the highlights of that film of the guy that was drafted. So Tyreek Hill gets drafted. All of a sudden, Tyreek Hill highlights start coming up on the TV. We will take for the first four rounds. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. We will take for the first That's four right. rounds. I was, talking to, I was talking to a couple other people about this. I want the draft experience to not ever feel rushed. So I don't want those first four rounds to go like super crazy quick. And Mikey, Mikey, if I can just mention, I, I really do love the fact that you're doing it on a Saturday this year because just all the previous years, it being on Sunday, yeah, yep. really not being able to enjoy it as much, obviously having to drive back home, you know, right. quite, a, quite a drive. And, you know, afterwards, it'd be cool to yep. catch up with the guys, play football, play catch, but, you know, not not feel so rushed after the draft. So I, I think it's great to have it on Saturday. said again, man, I agree 100%. So what you have too is, Muse, so we'll have the draft room open around noon. Draft isn't going to take place until like five o'clock. So you have time to throw the football around. He has a bubble boy hockey table. He has a pool table. We have all these different things that we can do. Obviously, people can study up for the draft, but it's we'll have food, we'll have lunch, dinner, all that different stuff. We'll have everything's going to be there. It's going to be prime time, baby. The best draft we've ever had, no doubt about it. So all that stuff comes into play. Uh, first, like I said, first four rounds are going to be the experience. And then after that, we'll start doing our normal, like go through everything. But those first four rounds are going to be a little bit more drawn out. You're not going to be able, it's going to be like the NFL draft pick is in. Sorry. You're not going to announce your pick super quick right away. Like you're going to kind of watch the highlights or have the highlights up on TV. <laughs> and people, this is why we have the best draft or league, excuse me, best league Hands down. in the Midwest. Probably actually agree. David David also said funny thing once again. He also said the thing with the he's like the stars. He's like, what the hell do the stars mean? Like he didn't understand what the stars meant on our uh, you know on our new logo, and it's the five stars. So ever since you know Matthew Berry sent out that email to us saying that we're the twenty third ranked league, you know it was one of those things where it's like you know he said in the email, you guys have a five star league. So that's what we have to always follow up with. We always have to be a five-star league. We can never go backwards. We always have to take a step forward. So this last year, this league is going to be $200 this year. Once again, the next year, our 15th year, is the, is the max money we'll ever spend or put in this league. It's $250 starting next year, not this year. Uh, and then that will be the max we ever go to. I never want to go further than that. I think 250 is plenty, um, plenty of money, yeah. but that's – Yeah, man, that's – Oh, I got that much money going to my Roth IRA. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. Jesus. Freaking <laughs> so, as long as, as, long as I'm only gambling. As long it. as I'm only gambling. This is booming. On fantasy football instead of going to casinos every every weekend. Oh, it's, dude, it's, that's great. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it all great. day, every day. <laughs> well, with that being said, I'm going to play this last clip. for This one's for Michael Mahoney, the king of collusion of, of talking about League's Void. This has to go out to, to Mike Mahoney. And then we'll get this mock draft started. So, Mahoney, this one, this clip right here, this one's for you, brother. Kelly's homework. This is why I wanted a new kit. This one's no good. You cheated me in the draft order. No, no, no. You thought you could outsmart Ruxin. Ruxin, just look at what I drew up. You'll see there was no difference in either way. I'm, I'm not looking at anything because all I see are lies and collusion. This whole season is null and void. Full and void. You're in 78. Give me your if that's not Mahoney, man, I'll tell you what. If that is not that, that's that is not Mahoney, Mahoney for, sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. Cam Cam Newton, oh, Cam Newton. the local no hero, the local no hero. Doubt. Okay, so here we go. Mock draft time. So what we're gonna do is, you know, we're not gonna go over every single pick. Um, we're gonna go over, you know, each team and who we think is going to be taken with that pick. So. Our first pick is going to go to Michael Mahoney. Um, and Dante, who do you got him taking? Well, I believe that's pretty easy. I think Mike Mahoney is going to go with Christian McCaffrey, the, 
the absolute stud who dominated last year. He he proved to everyone um, in his world that he's uh, probably the best running back in, in the NFL. So, but uh, it, it's it's going to be a little bit different season for McCaffrey because um, you know that Carolina Panthers team is, has had a lot of turnaround. They have Teddy yep. Bridgewater in the center, and uh, they have a new head coach as well. So we'll see exactly yep. how they there utilize him. You, you got to take McCaffrey as well. Oh, I I think absolutely he has to take McCaffrey here. I mean, obviously he's one of the best dual threat running backs out of the backfield as a pass catcher. He's just uh, he's he's coming to Arrowhead this season, which I'm pretty excited about. So I'm hoping to see Cat McCaffrey in person live at Arrowhead Stadium. So yeah, Mahoney's got to go. He's got to go CMC on this one. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I have I have McCaffrey going as well. Um, pick number two, D Ross, the boss. What are you thinking here, kid? Yeah, man, I've actually been thinking about this pick a lot. And, you know, obviously with the, the new world we live in now with COVID, you know, you got to think about, you know, guys that who may have been already exposed to the virus. You would think it's best <laughs> because obviously, you know, it limits their odds of contracting it again. That way their body is kind of more immune to it. So honestly, I'm not going to even try to hide this one. I'm probably going to go Zeke Elliott on this one. That's smart. That's smart. You like them belly shirts, right? I like that. I like uh, his first, every time he gets a first down. I, I think he's the safest safest top three running back in this Agreed. draft this year. Agreed. And uh, Dante, what do you do? You agree, or you got him taking somebody else? I mean, to be honest, I believe that anyone in that top, if you have a top three selection for fantasy football, you have to be happy mm-hmm. with anyone that you pick because the cream of the crop, they're out there for you. So. If Darian wants to select Zeke, that's a great choice, or any one of those top. Well, backs, at the end of the day, fine. you guys can go Zeke. I don't think Darian takes Zeke. I think Darian goes Saquon Barkley. Enough said. That's what I'm going with for my pick. I say he takes Saquon. Pick number three. Um, we're going to go ahead and move on. We got pick number three going to CJ. Pick number yep. three. We got CJ, CJ taking there, Dante. Well,. I believe CJ wanted Zeke if Darian's going to go Zeke. Uh, so I just think the next available guy that uh, CJ's going to select is Saquon Barkley, the guy with the tree trunk thighs who probably <laughs> CJ dreams about. Yeah, name. and this this basically, this is this is the top tier. So after the, these three guys, CMC, right. Zeke, and Saquon, I mean, it, it, it's the elite class. So yep. CJ's got to go Saquon here unless, you know, this was – we can trade back. But I think, yeah, he's he's going to either go Zeke or Saquon, whoever I don't take, obviously, is left on the board. He'll, he'll have to go with. It's just the best elite class. Yep, I agree. And I will uh, I will say that he takes Zeke uh, or Saquon and goes with. So that will be our three pick. Lock that in. Uh, number four, what, what do you think? And what do you got me taking? Yeah, this one's an interesting pick. It's a um, – I think you're going to go with Alvin Kamara just because he's – I know he's banged up last year. It's kind of yep. injury bug, but I think this year, obviously, he's still got the talent. He's kind of kind of similar to McCaffrey. He's a great dual threat running back, great running back, a great pass catcher. He has a great offense with Michael Thomas and Drew Brees still, and adding on a couple weapons, Jared Cook and Mayo Sanders. I think Alvin Kamara is going to be the fourth overall pick. Okay, Dante. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's other backs out there who you could probably take, maybe even reach for a quarterback that you. I know you love – we all know that you love reaching for quarterbacks. But, um, you know, if you want to make a smart pick, definitely probably go with, uh, you know, the next best running back out there. And that's so, most I'll tell you guys tomorrow, this right so. now. I do have it narrowed down to three people. Um, my three people. No, and I'm sure. It's this, I will promise you all right now live on this podcast. I promise you right now it will either be <laughs> – The guy that stole yeah, Drew Brees exactly. from the years It's either going to be Alvin Kamara, <laughs> Derek Henry – or Michael Thomas. Those are the three people that I'm looking at very heavily. I will tell you right now, if the draft was literally happening right now today, Michael Thomas would be on my team. If it was right now happening. It's very and interesting just but, because Mike. So what well, changes what in a changes few weeks? What changes is but... I'm kind of intrigued. Honestly, <laughs> we still got two more days to see who, opt, who opts out of the season. Yeah. Who, yeah it's a, oh, yeah, that's, that's huge. A huge yeah, Thursday's that's a huge, huge factor. Um, I don't know. It's just – I gotta, I gotta feel it out. I gotta, you know, there's still things to happen without preseason games this year too. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna make paying attention yeah. to anything can happen really in training camp and stuff. So, 
Um, it's just, I don't know. Yep. It's just, those are the three guys that really catch my eye. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of some of the other guys that look like they're going to be out there. And that's just from a, you know, me, I don't draft with my fucking head. I draft with my heart. So, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, so Albert, oh man. Yes, we know. It, we know. It every time Mikey psychs himself up it's, when he's it's about to make a pick or in the middle so of making a pick. That's what's <laughs> clock, 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 clock. He's always screaming clock. at himself. Come on. No. I know. Exactly, dude. It's going to happen. I don't. Yeah, it's because he's hyping himself up on his hope. I'm glad that I have four because I can't get screwed over by this man. Number five, pick five, Ryan Cummings. Who we who we got here, Dante? <laughs> Well, I'm not going to even lie. Before we even started this podcast, Ryan hit me up and he's like, you don't know who I'm going to pick, like, you know, rubbing into my face or something like that. But if I know the man, I think he's going to go with all these backs flying off the board. He's going to panic a little bit and he's going to be like, you know what? I need some of that. So he's going to wind up going with – he's going to wind up going with uh, Derrick Henry. The only reason why I'm saying Derrick – I said Derrick Henry, so he's gonna he's gonna skip okay. over Dalvin Cook. He's gonna skip over Michael Thomas right. and those wideouts. He's gonna go with Derrick Henry. I don't disagree. The reason why I'm dis- saying that is just because right. earlier earlier about a, I said about a month and a half ago, he hit me up and he said I don't like Derrick <laughs> Henry. So that's the only reason why I'm saying it. I'm thinking. So he's lying. I'm thinking to me. differently I think he on likes this one. Henry. I um, I just remember all last year when I had I can't guard Mike and he had one of the best seasons ever for a wide receiver, historical season, and I still didn't make the playoffs, which I'm pretty still fierce about. And all the times, Carnes is hitting me up about Michael <laughs> Thomas, you know, trying to trying to really pry him from my hands. I, I can just see Carnes getting the cream of the crop, and I can see him, you know, even a lot of learning, running backs falling, up, falling off the board. I just – I could see him going with Michael Thomas. He's he's that good. He's as advertised. I could see him I, I going see with it. can't guard Mike fifth overall. Yep. I agree. I think that I think that that's dead on accurate. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas actually as well. I do like Derrick Henry though too. But you know, maybe that lets the number six Ryan. Who who we thinking? Woo! This one was a tough one for me, um, just because Porky's mind is. Sorry, we'll go to Darian first. Sorry about that. (laughs) Porky's mind is just um, it's like no other. But you know, obviously over the years he's gotten. you know, very, very intelligent about his picks. And it's just, Agreed. it's not from the heart or wherever Agreed. that one year when I don't know what was going on with his head. But um, I just, I have, <laughs> I have Porky going with the best available. I have him taking Derrick Henry, which is a great pick. Okay. Um, Derrick Henry's arguably could be, arguably would be the top back in the league. And let's be real. It's pretty tough to bring him down being such a freaking giant monster. <laughs> yeah. I think we can agree. I, and Dante, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah. I think we can agree whoever's left between Michael Thomas and Derrick Henry. I think that that's who he's taken. Yeah. I mean, I mean, once, once again, we all know this first round doesn't make or break your season, but this first round is all about selecting a guy that you believe in. So I think that's what all, that's the only thing that matters. So this first round. do we, do we think that, okay, so let's say, okay, so let's, let's go this route. So McCaffrey, let's say McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, those three are all gone. So it, let's say that mm-hmm. Derrick Henry and Michael Thomas are gone too. Is Dalvin Cook the next best option for him? Is that what we're thinking? Well, yeah, I, I personally believe that Dalvin Cook will most likely be that guy that, you know, Ryan would select. Uh, that being that being said, the reason why I'm on that Dalvin Cook bandwagon is because I'm biased. He was my he was my uh, workhorse last year. I mean, he had what all, like almost 1,300 right. all-purpose yards last year. Um, the Vikings fed him, but the the thing that you need to think about when it comes to Dalvin Cook is the fact that his uh, offensive coordinator of last year is now the offensive coordinator, uh, not a head coach in Cleveland. Really good. Point. So I mean, you know, th- there's a there's a new offense there that this year, but once again, they're a run uh, yeah. offense. Because uh, the only the only pa- the only pass weapon that they have now is uh, Adam Thielen, since they uh, shipped off. Yeah, I'm not so hot on Dalvin Cook this year. So. Um, I he's he's a really tough read. I mean, obviously he, I think I had him a season before Dante did, and obviously he had that that hamstring injury and couldn't really be healthy that yeah. year. And then obviously last year he had a pretty great season. You know, they yeah. had the great running scheme for him. They were run first team, and Kevin Stefanski did a great job with that offense. I felt. I just think this year he's going to take a regression back. I could see, honestly, Dalvin Cook falling off the cliff. I could see Alexander Madison really stepping in, the Vikings going with him, and I could see Dalvin Cook probably be testing the free agency waters and not getting his big payday. I just think he's he's too banged up, and I could see Dalvin Cook being the bust of the first round. Right. 
Well, well, well. Let's be let's be honest. If you select Dalvin Cook, you better select. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you have to get that hand. Absolutely. Dalvin so, Cook. All right, yeah, all right. Seven, let's continue. Uh, we got the the duo team of March and Shields. I know that those Dante, Titan what boys. Do you think? Who, who? Well, when it comes to those Titan boys, <laughs> uh, let's let's be real. We all know that they wanted Derrick Henry to probably fall to them. That's exactly what they want. But, uh, you know, right. since he's been selected already in this mock draft, uh, they're going to go with Devontae Adams. You know, they're going to go with that pretty much only Packers real passing threat, Devontae Adams. He, he eats every year. And I think it's been three-plus years that he's had 10-plus touchdowns. So, I mean, Devontae Adams, he's the man. I love that. I really do. Um, what, Gary, do you, you in agreement or – no, I, I think I'm thinking differently on this one. Um, I I think the guys, I think the team of Marching Shields, I think they're going to actually go Dalvin Cook here. Um, I think they're going to have a different opinion yeah. than what I have about him this upcoming season. I think they're going to get somebody that obviously he could be a cream or crop of the running back class, but ultimately, yeah. you know, those running backs are falling off the board pretty heavily. And I, I think receiver, they're going to maybe try to snag one in the second round. Well, at the end of the – here's the thing. At the end of the day, I really find that Dalvin Cook, it could be that steal of the draft. Somebody that, you know, everybody's like oh, of scared of. But I'm going to go different. I'm going to go something a little, little different than you guys. And it's going to make Dante a little upset. And what that is, is I can see March and Shields taking Tyreek Hill, making Dante real Freaking sad. That is what I think could happen in this draft. Um, <laughs> now I think. So obviously, you, so obviously, you think that I love dude, Tyreek. Listen, Hill. at the end of the day, we'll, let's go on to pick eight. Dante Bailey. I'll say yeah, whatever you're gonna pick. Let's go I think Tyreek Hill would be. All right, so Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill would be your. Tyreek Hill's gone. But, right? but is he gone? gone? In my opinion, in my he's opinion, gone. Tyreek gone. Hill's in gone. Draft, which is different than your. So team. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and take my boy who. Uh, my boy, who's now in a new place, I'm gonna go ahead and take my boy. DeAndre wow, Hopkins. I like that. I really do. I, I'm a big fan. But once again, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, you can say he's a top three receiver in the NFL. You can say he's probably the number one. Uh, obviously, you know, people are gonna say it's Michael Thomas based off the year he had last year. But DeAndre Hopkins, the guy who likes to throw shit on walls. Sorry, DeAndre. <laughs> uh, the only reason why I say that, DeAndre, is because I'm a former St. Louis Rams fan. And if you wouldn't throw thrown any shit on any walls, man, we would have drafted you. That's we probably why he did it. So he didn't get drafted to Tavon Austin in those days. <laughs> Dude, hey, how about? Yeah, no, yeah most Larry likely. Fitz. Uh, Larry Fitz, I don't know if you guys heard the interview or not. It was kind of a little silent thing. He actually was talking about how he's probably going to finally um, go down to 30% snaps this year, potentially. So I don't know if that's bullshit or not. I don't no know if that's way. bullshit or not. Totally. But totally. I, I don't know. And I don't know if it had anything to do with. You know what's going on in the world right now? It was really random. It was weird to watch him talk like that. I don't know if it was a strategy for himself, which could possibly be, but it was just weird. It's almost like he, it's almost like he was losing a little bit of confidence in almost. So I, I didn't know how to take it. I got Dante at number eight, um, taking. Uh, you know, if if it all goes right, I have Dante taking somebody that very interesting actually, uh, Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. I think that that's who Dante is going to go with. Um, I think that he is starting to see Chiefs Kingdom is strong. And, uh, and I, think that, <laughs> I think that Dante, that he's lacked having Chiefs on his team. So I well, think it might be with with uh, with uh, old boy Damian Williams opting out. I think that that could be a massive monster pick. But let's move on really quick because we'll no. get, I'm sure – Hold on, let me let me just make one comment with that uh you know C E H pick that you just you know yep. put in my lap. Uh I mean I, I like C E H. I think everyone likes yep. C E H. But we all know it's a huge risk to potentially draft him. But he is in an Andy Reid offense and you already know Andy Reid's loves yeah, he does. running backs. Yes he you does. He does. So uh I I personally believe that uh C E H is gonna be drafted in the first round in our league, but um, only time will tell. Yeah, I, okay. last, last thing, I, I got down to taking Tyreek Hill here at pick eight. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> you guys both have me well, taking Tyreek Hill. Now this is, you know what? You guys know I do love me. We, do, we Hill, do, but here, this is a pick I'm very interested in because I'll tell you what, I live with the guy. I literally don't ever, I, you know, I can't get a read on him. I can never get a read on him. And his, his name is Mike Vaccaro. 
he doesn't. He want me to drop the senior this year, so we're gonna go with Mike Vaccaro the first. <laughs> so we'll go with the first. He drop wants the senior, senior gone, so he wants the first. So let's let's. You guys, I'm gonna tell you mine first, really quick. And he doesn't know that yeah, I'm thinking this way, but it. I can see my dad taking Devontae Adams. He loves to get a running back, but I don't think there's anybody good enough from a running back perspective for him to just go out there and go grab, unless it's somebody like a Nick Chubb or uh, or Josh Jacobs, potentially. But I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Yeah, right. You know your dad's going to reach for Melvin Gordon. No, not the yet. Denver lover? No, not I'm just yet. joking. Not I'm, yet. joking. I'm, I'm real happy about that, though, by the way, boys. The Broncos are looking real good. Oh, <laughs> real freaking good. No, your left tackle just opted out, boy. Who? I said, your left tackle just yeah, opted we don't out. play with offensive linemen anyway. We just let Drew Locke go out there and throw the ball around. Well, you guys have one of the greatest left tackles of all time, Garrett Bowles. I just I just love him for the Chiefs. I mean, I know he's not on the Chiefs, but, man, he seems like he is with all the false start penalties he has playing for the Broncos. Dude, he, sucks, <laughs> he sucks, dude. Listen, we got K.J. Hamler. We got Jerry Judy this year. We got – All right, enough for those Broncos. You guys will be battling for third place in the AFC West. Shut up. <laughs> Championships in you, eat shit. You guys haven't made playoffs in five years. <laughs> All right, hey, so, so, um, so do you, Darian? So, do you have Mr. Vaccaro also selecting? No, here, um, one thing I've learned about the Vaccaros is that they love to stick with the guys that they trust each and every year. And, but I think this year is going to be different with, um, Mr. Vaccaro. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna go with DeAndre Hopkins here. I think he's gonna take the receiver. I think he likes the situation he's in with with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals being an air raid type offense. I think I could see him going that route. I see him going receiver. Yeah, no doubt. Dante, you got new? Um, I'm pretty sure I was, didn't I have uh, Mr. McCall? No, I had uh, Marshall Shields taking Devontae Adams. Yeah, so I will have Mr. McCall taking. A receiver as well, so I think the best, the next best receiver on the board is DeAndre yep. Hopkins. Yep. So I'll agree okay. with Darian. Sounds good, even though you got DeAndre Hopkins for yourself there, eh? Tyreek Hill, he wants some bad, folks. <laughs> he wants some real, real bad. <laughs> the cheetah. All right, we'll move on. We will move on to number uh, ten here. Uh, who's number ten? Who's number ten? We got number ten, David, David Frazier, the number ten king. Oh man. Guys, before we talk, Mr. Wide Receiver go, himself, he's not taking running back. The man has to go wide out. He has to because the track record, oh, he's going wide the track out. record of running back for him is god awful. It's god awful. So, Darian, I'm going to let you start this one off. Who you got? This is easy. Yeah, I definitely got David taking a receiver here. I think after last year with how terrible David Johnson was for him, I think um, uh-huh. he's going to go back to his old roots and take a receiver. I got him taking Devontae Adams here for the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so that's great. Now, Dante, who do you got? I have uh, I have Frazier taking Julio. I do, too. I do, too. Julio that's why, Jones, that's why I want to himself. go directly to you. So, I got Julio. I think Dante, I think what David needs is he has to get a guy. He's got to get that fast receiver, a guy that's proven, a guy that he knows is going to get the job done. I think as of late, he's been trying to go with guys that, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, like, you know, he's just a flash so far. You know, it's not he's not a for sure, you know, high level caliber player yet. So I think that David's best route has always been to go a guy that's established and proven for, for themselves. So I think that there's no argument. And I think that Darian, I think that you would agree with that pick too. Um, just, I mean, obviously on your draft board, uh, he's, you know, Adams is still left. Is that correct? Well, the thing about, as far the as thing as- about Julio is that I don't, I don't believe David's going to take him because his age and his injury prior injury history with his, his, foot or his leg i know julio obviously he right. always he's always going to be top in receiving yards but i just think david's gonna be on the safe side this year and not risk it with julio potentially can go down at any time and he's getting a little up there in age i just think he's going to go to Devontae adams here especially with aaron Rodgers being fired up with matt before taking quarterback jordan love and i just think rogers is going to be on fire i think he's going to put the league on fire this year i like that i like that number so number 11 we're going to go cj what do we got no, no, number 11, Zumba. Zumba. Oh, oh, Zumba. What, who do we have CJ taking? Zeke, got it. 11, who we got? I got Zumba taking Nick Chubb here. I got him going Go with ahead, the Danny. running back from Cleveland. I, and I have Zumba taking CEH here. Okay, and who did Darian have? 
I got Zimbel going with Nick Chubb, the Cleveland Browns. Nick Chubb. Okay. And then I also have, like I said, I have Zimbel taking CEH right here. Okay, I think I'm going to go with myself. I'm thinking that who man, I'm going to go – I'm going to go a little off the grid. I don't know why I think he's going to take him. I got him taking Chris Godwin. Oof. Oh, is no, Chris I, I like, Chris I like that Godwin as well. First round pick? I think he's a, he's a, yeah, no, he's a, I mean, no, Zumbo's a Chris Godwin fan. So I like, I like that. No, I just, yeah, well. I just see okay, Zumbo. Well. I see him with this pick. I, I feel like that, that swing pick, that late pick, I feel like he's got to grab the next best running back. I don't I think, think he's going to grab Chris Godwin here. I think that's going to be too high of a pick for Godwin. Okay, I respect that. Now let's let's move on here to the next one because I'm really excited for these picks. This is the back to back pick of Brian Muse. What are, what are we thinking here, Dante? For me, for Muse, I mean, he probably wanted to see uh, on my board. He probably wanted Ceh to fall right. to him just because I know Muse is now a Chiefs fan. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I think Muse is going to freaking jump the gun and select our boy uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think he will. I, I don't. I, just cause. So you got Mahomes now. Hold on, let's go back to back here, and then we'll talk about the combination. So you got Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes and Harris. Yeah, I got Mahomes. I got Mahomes, and then uh, I did not have Zumbo taking Chris Godwin, so I'll have I'll have uh, Muse now taking Patrick Mahomes, and then Chris. It makes Godwin a whole lot of sense. A whole lot of sense because guess what, Brady, Brady, the Brady thing for Muse is also something else as as. Uh, as you've seen too, with him being a Brady fan, being on Tampa now, so that those two picks make a whole lot of sense. Darian, what are you thinking? Yeah, so here I, I got I got Muse taking Josh Jacobs for the Oakland for the Las now Las Vegas Raiders. I see him getting a, a yeah, guy that's that's right. a workhorse. He's had it before in the fantasy league, so I just see him going with that pick of the swing, I and then I guess the next pick I'll kind of give you an explanation. Of what I think he's going to take next with his next pick. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's going to have a great pick here and go with Julio Jones on that swing pick. And he's going to have a dynamic yeah. duo with Josh Jacobs and Julio Jones is one, two punch. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, I, I mean, that's a nice one too, right there. Josh Jacobs. I and have Julio. Josh Jacobs and uh, I have Josh Jacobs and uh, who else? Oh, Chris Godwin. Those are the two people that I, I was thinking, I know that I had Zumbel with Godwin, but you know, thinking this is what this is all about. Thinking out loud, talking out loud, figuring things out. Chris Godwin just seems to make a whole lot of sense for Brian Muse um, as well. So swinging back to the back end of things, going to number 11, back to Kyle. What do we got, Dante? So I had originally had Kyle selecting CEH. So now he will go for a a wideout, and I think there's no other better wideout out there besides your boy Mike Evans, who just year in and year out produces. The guy absolutely Yeah, I agree. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I agree. I agree. Uh, Darren, who you got? Yeah, here. I, I got Zimbel taking the uh, next best running back on the board. I got him going with Miles Sanders from the Philadelphia Eagles. Reach. I just think um, I just think Miles Sanders has the opportunity to kind of be like a Christian McCaffrey. I mean, with his, his new role and his team, and obviously at the end of the year he had last year, and I think his focus, I think he has a great opportunity. I think he can be a top five back potentially. All goes well. It's, a, it's an incredible. And that's just it. All has to yeah, go. It's an well. incredible pick, honestly. I'm going to go. I'm going Kenyon Drake. Um, I, I think that I think Reach. that Kenyon Drake has established himself as a uh, solid running back. He was definitely great towards the back end for the Arizona. Um, man, I was about to say Coyotes, and I almost said Diamondbacks. I'm not in football. <laughs> I'm not in football mode at all, boys. You guys have been playing too much MLB oh, to the show yeah, over right here. That. Way too many of those Quarantine games. got him like um, But, yeah, so that would be my number. That's who I'm going at number 11 um, is going to be Kenyon Drake. Uh, no, Nothing else to say about him. Number 10, um, we're going to go David. And then let's go Let's go back-to-back picks here. So uh, 10, David, 9, my dad. Uh, Dante, go ahead. You start 10, 10 with 10, Frazier first, and then 9, my dad. Yeah, so um, I did not – so, Frazier, let's see. He's going to probably wind up going with uh, – I think he's going to want to run it back because I, I think that he's not going to want to – he normally drafts double receiver. He normally does. But with all these running backs falling off the board, I think he's going to get a little a little nervous. So, I think he's going to go with Joe Mixon. Yeah. 
Joe Mixon now is, you know, Joe Burrow, and he's going to probably eat a little bit more than what he did last year. So, with that uh, Cincinnati offense. Okay. Darian? Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Dante, go ahead, go ahead with my dad's pick, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Uh, and also for Mr. Vaccaro, I'm going to have Mr. Vaccaro drafting uh, another pretty much – I mean, he's really turned into a, an elite receiver in Detroit, Kenny like Galladay. That. Yeah, he's a, he's a Galladay guy. He likes he likes what he sees over there. Darian, what are you thinking? Yeah, so with um, <clears throat> with this being pick 15, I got David going with running back as well. I do have him going with Joe Mixon. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll intervene. I'll intervene really quick. I actually have David taking Austin Eckler. And that may sound crazy, but that is just the running back that David likes in my mind. A guy that catches balls out of the backfield. He does a whole lot of different stuff. Running back, Melvin Gordon is officially no longer with the Chargers. So I will, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go Eckler. So that, that, so we are kind of in agreement with the running back situation there, Darian. Now, who do you got for my dad picking uh, at the next pick? Yeah, so I got your dad going with um, CEH for the Chiefs. Um, it's kind of hard to... Hard to. So you got him lasting long. It's kind of hard to really predict um, his draft stock after Damian Williams said he's going to opt out. But I mean, I feel like with with him being a rookie and obviously the the off season protocol this year being different, I I don't know. I just I saw this as a good spot for Ceh. But by any means, I mean he can go in just about any round. We've seen we've seen what Andy Reid can do with running backs. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, CEH is going to be a top one. Or, he's going to be uh, selected in the first round or the second round. No Agreed. Doubt about it. And I, I'm going Miles Sanders for my dad. And the reason I say that is because he was super big with – and he, he was right about that one. You know, he told CJ in the basement after that pick happened, he directly immediately goes, hey, CJ, you should take this guy. He's, you know, he's going to be a solid acquisition for you. And, you know, it ended up being a, a – I mean, even though CJ didn't have a great season – um, that was definitely one of the star points on his team for a little bit. Uh, he didn't start out great, but then he started getting hot towards the back end. So definitely somebody I can see him uh, taking his own advice on this year, and I can see him going with Miles Sanders. Um, let's go with uh, pick number eight, Dante Bailey uh, on the back end. Dante, why don't we start with you? What are you thinking? Well, uh, in that first round, I had myself selecting DeAndre Hawkins. Um, and next I will have myself selecting, um, a running back pretty much. Actually, I'm not going to disrespect him like that. The uh, former NFL MVP, reigning NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson, the okay. boy will be cold on team explosion. Man. Wow. Yeah. I definitely have here pick 17. I got Dante going with Aaron Jones, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. That's who I got too. I just um... so I got too. I don't think we need to. <laughs> you guys are you guys are you guys are mistaken. That one too much. I think that that speaks for itself. I can also see Dante selecting who he who he's talking about as well too. Um, let's go to number seven with March and uh, March and Shields, uh, Darian. Yes, I got the duo taking Chris Godwin here, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. God, man, I think he's going to be such a good player. I the more you keep talking about him, every time I hear his name, I get. Get, I get thinking about potentially him just going absolutely off this season, dude. That offense, yeah. Godwin's gonna eat. I think he's going to be the because uh, look, because Evans is Evans is Brady's outside receiver. Godwin, yeah, is, it's going to be his Edelman two point over the middle. Eat. I think he has a good opportunity. Edelman, Wes Walker. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be interesting to see what Chris Godwin does. I think it's all going to come down to obviously beginning of the season how they how they're starting to look, and I think they're going to start gelling and jive in mid to late season. That's just my prediction. I mean, Brady, he's already been taking those guys out into the field, man. He's like, fuck COVID. He's like, let's get, <laughs> let's get this bread, baby. Yeah, so, let's get this bread. So who, did, who did you have Marching Shields taking, Dante? Marching Shields, uh, I'm going to have those guys selecting um, Austin Eckler. Okay. Um, I just think that since, you know, now Melvin Gordon's gone there in L.A., uh, it's time for Austin to absolutely eat this year. It's, 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 it's his story to write. Yep. I mean, I got them uh I got them taking Patty Mahomes if he's there, so we'll move on from that. Um we got who do we got after that? Porky Porky, Porky. and Carnes. Who do we got for Porky next two. Dante? For Porky, um I believe that he will wind up selecting 
<clears throat> Porky's going to wind up selecting our boy uh, Chris Carson, man. Chris Carson, I, I consider him the best running back in the NFC West. The guy cannot be tackled. Yeah, here I, I got Porky taking Kenyon Drake. Okay. And then I got – who do I got? I got Porky taking Mike Evans. So all around the board. We're all pretty close with everything going on. So who do we got? Who do we got next here, Darian? Yeah, so at uh, pick at pick twenty, um, I got Carnes. You know, he's he's always Carnes. taking this. He always gets the same guy every year, every couple of years. I feel on his team, he was like that with Matt Ryan for so long at quarterback. But here, I, I think he's going to get Mike Evans to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, I like that. Yeah, Carnes loves Mike Evans. Dante, who do you got? Uh, I already have Mike Evans selected already, so I will have Karn select um, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, not a bad pick. I actually have Karn selected Amari Cooper as well. Uh, Darren, who's the next guy? So the next guy is yourself. You at a uh, pick twenty-one. I um, <laughs> I have yeah, I have you taking Travis Kelsey just because you're going to be worried about me taking him. <laughs> I'm taking Travis, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that you're taking the target. Travis is all reliable, boys. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to take him. Yeah, uh, we all have you selecting Travis Kelsey at four at uh, pick twenty-one. Yeah, yeah we, let's move on. Let's move on. Nothing more to talk about. All right, going on to the next. All right, the, the the last three: CJ, Darian, and Mahoney. All right, what do you got for CJ, boys? All right, for Siege, I'll I'll go ahead and start off. D for Siege, I believe that he will. Be wanting. CJ's gonna be wanting Leonard Fournette, man. I think he's gonna want another back. And uh, Leonard Fournette this is his contract year, I believe. Uh, it's time for Leonard Fournette to eat, man. So I, I think I think I think CJ's gonna want Leonard Fournette. To he needs form. to do something. Yeah, I got CJ here going with Austin Eckler. I got him going with obviously you know the pass catching back out of the backfield as a you know one two punch for. His first two rounds, going with two running backs. Okay, okay. Um, I actually have CJ taking Todd Gurley um, with that pick. Mm, yeah, I, I could also see him taking Adam. The Field Atlanta well, Falcons, Todd Gurley, unbelievable. Weird to say that. Um, number two. Yeah, that is weird. Who we got? Pick twenty-three. Number two. Yeah, go ahead, D. Who do you think? Yeah, it's myself. Uh, pick 23, tough. I uh, don't really know what's going to be there uh, for the most part. This is going to be one of those picks where I just, you know, I'm going to have to obviously get a guy who could potentially go off at a bargain. And if he's there, I, I might take him. I might go with Todd Gurley, the Atlanta Falcons. I like it. Uh, uh, Dante, yeah, no, I, mean, I got Dante, just so you know, yeah. I actually have him taking uh, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson, Wait, not, a bad, not a bad did selection. Allen Robinson, he didn't opt out, did he? No. 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 He yeah, he, he hasn't opted out. I haven't heard about it. No, I'm sorry. It was Marky Three and Allen Hearns did today. My apologies. Yeah. So, uh, who, I, who I have D taken, I have D taken, uh, not not Ty Gurley, but uh, okay. I'm going to have D taken, I'm going to have him taking Odell Beckham Jr. I think I'm just going to reach for Odell. I like it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think he wants Adam Thielen. I don't think he wants Juju or Cortland Sutton, of course. But uh, I think he's going to want Odell Beckham Jr., the guy who normally is a top five receiver, falls out of the top fifteen of receiver on these. Man, side. really? All right, I like which it. is crazy. And then the last, pick like of, I said, that, the last pick of the second round. Um, who do we have? Uh, who do we got? Uh, Zumbel is Zumbel. Mahoney. No, it's not Zumbel. Who the hell? Yeah, Mahoney. Mahoney. Goddamn, Mahoney. All right, who we got? Mahoney taking. Yeah, all right, Commission. Yeah, here I got Go Mahoney deep. going with uh yeah, Chris Carson, Seattle Seahawks. I mean that's a hell of a pick right there. I'm gonna have uh I'm gonna have Mahoney taking I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Mahoney taking uh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Uh well I got him taking Lamar Jackson because I didn't have anybody taking him yet. But I can see him. He's already yeah, yeah. like, oh, I'm taking Lamar at number one. I can see him taking Lamar at number two. So we'll see if he does that. Oh yeah, if he, if, yeah, if Lamar falls to Mahoney, he's gonna be crying. Oh yeah, no doubt. Crying tears of joy. No <laughs> doubt. Well, crying tears well, of joy. That's our two round mock draft. In closing, uh, Dante, you have anything you want to leave off with? 
No, I, I don't, man. Uh, it, it was great mock, mock drafting with you guys. Um, I can't wait for the season to start. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they can fucking finish the season, man. I really hope I they can. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be able to to have a season. August 29th, draft day. Darian, um, Porky, Jesus, come on. How many texts and podcasts do I have to do <laughs> and send out to you every time? <laughs> Believable, unbelievable. I have to tell this guy multiple times when the draft is. Uh, Darian, what do you got to leave us off with? Yeah, same. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, season 14. Uh, hopefully this is the year I win my third championship and I can finally reclaim the league back from Carnes and get a little bit closer to his title, amount of titles he has, and someday maybe have six like Jordan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, you sign us off. Well, boys, that wraps up episode six of the podcast. I appreciate you guys joining me for this one. Yes, sir. All right, boys. No doubt about it. You guys take it easy. That concludes it. We got the draft. August 29th. Five. Yeah. We'll see you at Muse's house. <laughs>